Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. Uh, Jesse Thorne out on tour this week. Uh, but never fear, we have a great show for you uh, with two fun, fun, fun guests. Uh, an old Jordan Jesse Go favorite and a new friend that is sure to join the pantheon of beloved guests. <laughs> Or become a hated blip on the radar <laughs> that people will talk about only in hushed tones. Uh, first of all, the beloved returning guest uh, from Rift Tracks from Mystery Science Theater 3000. Uh, one of my favorite funny people who has ever lived, uh, Bill Corbett. Welcome to the Thank show, you, Bill. Thank you, Jordan. That's well, an awfully nice introduction. Welcome back to the show, yeah, I should yeah, say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the other... The uh, the other the new guest uh, <laughs> who I'm sure it'll be the first thing I said, which is them being a beloved returning guest. Someone I actually got a request to appear on the show today on Twitter. So that guy, this one's of for you, buddy. It's a guy. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, a really wonderful uh, singer of sometimes funny, sometimes sad, sometimes both songs uh, at Midnight's social media guru. Ah. And uh, the host uh, of a wonderful podcast about The Simpsons, the greatest show in history, uh, <laughs> Allie Gertz. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I hope I don't make anyone mad, but maybe that one guy's going to regret it. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is all on you, guy. <laughs> I wish I could remember your Twitter handle. So I could, it was my dad. So I could, <laughs> oh, yeah. Please let her on. <laughs> At Allie's dad. <laughs> uh, my dad does have a Twitter account that he never uses. It's just his name. But I do like that his bio is just... What up, bitches? <laughs> he just had his uh, his second daughter. His second daughter, by the way. I'm the first. Hey. He's the second, so I'm 25 years older than my little sister. So Holy this, moly! This is going to go out to her. I want her to listen to this. Congrat- yeah. Congratulations, yeah. first of all. <laughs> hey, That's thanks. quite a spread. It's yeah, it's quite a bit. <laughs> I now I feel pressured that this podcast is dedicated to a baby <laughs> to like have more wisdom than usual this usually has zero wisdom but now well yeah i mean this kind of works in terms of the um the pressure that goes into it was something my dad actually did teach me which i think is actually a really good lesson like in terms of expectations when it comes to meeting your heroes or maybe mm-hmm. listening to a podcast that might be the greatest thing of all time is basically go in with uh, go in with high expectations, meet your heroes, and if they are great, then everything is good. And if it sucks, then you learn a lesson that not everyone is perfect, and not all podcasts are great. That's amazing. That's wow. hey, yeah, not all podcasts are great. Not all podcasts are great. Hey, I'm the first to say it. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I don't know if that's true. Can we get our fact checkers on this? Um, uh, so yeah, you know. Uh, um, yeah, I feel like I want to, like, say something to this baby who's, I'm sure, going to be listening to this. Yes. And, and by the way, just in case you wanted to personalize it, um, her name is Olivia. Olivia. Mm-hmm. Um, Olivia, very beautiful name. I that is a great name. Thank you so much. I don't think that um, I don't think my dad and his um, amazing wife Katie know this yet. But um, the middle name is June. Beautiful name. We got a little baby OJ though. <laughs> I don't know if they know mm-hmm. that. Making a baby murderer. <laughs> a little murderer. An L I L apostrophe murderer. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it it is a shame that. OJ is experiencing such a resurgence, what with the FX show and the documentaries and such. Yeah, it's oddly as popular as it was when I was a baby when they probably went out of their way to not name Olivia June. Yeah. <laughs> I think it is. I think it's uh, even more unfortunate is my new niece, Jean Benet. <laughs> 
That is... We just out and out named our kids Hitler and Mussolini. I mean, we, we're old school. Oh, fucking hipsters. Yeah. You hipsters with your goofy baby names. Can either of you guys off the top of your heads come up with OJ's actual name, what the O stands for? Uh, you know, I know this. We were joke, actually okay. joking about this in the At Midnight Writers Room, so I'm cheating a little bit. Okay. Do, Allie, do you want to wager a guess? I'm going to guess that it's uh, a one Oscar Julio. That's my guess. Oh, that's, that's really good. <laughs> that's a good parallel universe, OJ. No, it's Orenthal. Orenthal. Oh, no, Orenthal. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? <laughs> My, uh, I think Don't I sh- name your kids Orenthal. <laughs> they, you ruined it's, the name Orenthal well, for everyone. It's sort of like a boy named Sue. He just goes mad with rage That's from all the years it, he took yeah. shit about that name. Orenthal sounds like medicinal Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The doctor's like, take a sleeve of these and call me in the morning. <laughs> I like that doctor. Wait, so, and then the J stands for J? Does that I, think, I think it's just James, yeah. yeah, some yeah. Really, Orenthal yeah. James, I believe. Right down right. the middle name. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, uh, so yeah, we were uh, we were joking about it, and uh, uh, it's a, something like the idea was that someone didn't know the name OJ, but it's like, oh, I know Orenthal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I've said this before on the show, but my grandfather's name—I never met the man—but uh, my mom's dad's name was Pinuel Gatewood Dunn. <laughs> Holy moly! We're, uh, we are we are uh, Southern folk. Yeah, and uh, he had that one of those crazy Southern names. Pinuel, Pinuel Gatewood. He sounds like he's perpetually fanning himself <laughs> and saying, "Mercy, <laughs> mercy, it's hot." Ah, Pinuel, you just have the vapors. Now, what, what what state are you? Uh, are your your folks from? My mom's from Louisiana. My dad's from Tennessee. Is, uh, is, I was born in Texas. Is Pinuel? Wow. What kind of name is Pinuel? I don't. What kind of name is that? Yeah. I, it sounds like just yeah, like a a guy who sits in a lawn chair and oversees guys on a chain gang. Yeah, um, I, I like names like that because like um, you know you always worry when you're naming your kids like what will they make fun of him with and like in addition to it just being a weird name like the closest thing I could really think of is like. Pinwheel. Pinwheel, yeah, which is, <laughs> yeah. Which is adorable. Which is really nice, actually. <laughs> like maybe someone just misheard pinwheel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It almost sounds like, 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 are they from, they're from Louisiana? Is that the part of the branch? Yes, I or, think he was born That might in be like some Cajun name or something. Yeah, maybe it is. Um, some kind of voodoo shit. Probably some. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know you say it three times. Yeah. And then right. Pinwheel appears in the mirror. <laughs> um, it's Pinhead's baptized name, actually. <laughs> Yeah, my, my friends call me Pinhead, but it's short for Pinuel. Uh, this is, uh, you know, I think I, 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 to anybody who who listens to the show with with regularity, I think, I think maybe I have a reputation as being a chill Southern California dude. Oh yeah, but my, uh, I think my roots are very Southern, and I think this story uh, kind of sums it up. I, I actually had to miss a little family reunion uh, at a lake house in Houston this year. Uh, <clears throat> I was working, so I didn't get to go to this little family reunion. Um, but I was like texting with my sister about how it was going, and uh, we have a cousin whose name is Chris, but everyone calls him Bubba. <laughs> and I just texted my sister, "Oh, how's the how's the reunion going?" She's like, "Oh, Bubba's jet ski blew up and it threw him into the air." Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> he was fine. Bubba's uh... fine, but I do I, I, I just to give the the listener a little perspective as to where I come from. It is from a line of people that. Uh, 
is sometimes injured in jet ski explosions. Oh, no. Yeah, it, not not just like thrown from the gate. The fucking thing blew up. It blew up. It just threw him into the perfect. air. And he emerged unscathed. So I think yeah. we're we're a hardy people. Oh, I'm happy yeah. for Bubba. Yeah, alligator skinned people. <laughs> uh, Bill, so you, uh, it, it's 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 a rare treat that we have you here in L.A. Uh, you as a as a Minneapolis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you maybe maybe don't make it out here more than once or twice a year. That's true. Yeah, I, I, you know, I live kind of in the middle of the country now. I'm in, um, I'm from New York originally, so I go there a couple of times a year mm-hmm. too, and that's about all the traveling I can do. And we go to Nashville uh, often for our Rift Tracks live shows. Oh yeah. So we see the uh, the <clears throat> Southern Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> do they call Nashville the Southern? Hollywood? I don't know. I think they have a couple of euphemisms for it like that, but it really is pretty. Yeah. Like the hipsters are there in force now. I mean, it's a pretty cool place to live, apparently. Oh, really? Yeah, it's not just like old guys in nudie suits and cowboy hats <laughs> anymore. It's, uh, they have like a real cool bar and food scene and, you know, it's just getting insufferable, of course. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you can't tell... You can't tell the tone with which the mustache was grown. Right, right, right. Is this a goof mustache? Is that an original mustache? Or yeah, it's a little overwaxed. Um, <laughs> sure. Um, so yeah, but, uh, what what brings you to town? Well, I'm working on the the uh, new version of Mystery Science Theater 3000, that show that I used to be involved <laughs> with, and um, they're rebooting it with a whole new cast. Um, Joel Hodgson did a Kickstarter. Um, and it was like phenomenal. It got like eighty million dollars, yeah. and uh, they're actually going to be on Netflix. So they're going to be way more popular than we ever were. So I'm <laughs> deeply resentful of that. But I'm still. I can't imagine more people have Netflix now than were watching Comedy Central at seven a.m. in nineteen ninety-two. Oh my god! Yeah, which is how I consumed Mystery Science Theater. I would wake up early. Uh, Lord knows I was. Not out on Friday night, so I would right. wake up early on Saturday to watch uh, Three K. Um, yeah, so I'm going to reprise uh, my old character of The Observer, a.k.a. Brain Guy, and um, did, I did a little bit of writing on it, consulting, just kind of like threw some jokes their way, and that's about it. That's amazing. I mean, I, I, I want to talk a little bit about because you, you – uh, and I know you know there's probably a little bit of secrecy around it, so I'll, I'll, I, I will accept vagish answers. Okay. But it seems like uh, kind of the, the reboot will be dealing with kind of – you know, uh, older B movies. Not like you're not you're not you're not riffing one of these new X Men movies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but with with riff tracks, uh, you guys do riff current films, the Harry Potters, the X Men. Yeah, I mean that that was one of the original um, motivations for throwing it together mm-hmm. and to sort of distinguish it a little bit from what we used to do. It just became clear to us at some point that you know, with MP3 stuff, you could just do a commentary track. And not try to get the rights to the movie, which was always impossible anyway. I mean, I, there were a lot of reasons why we did B, old B movies there, but a lot, a lot of them had to do with the fact that they were orphans that you could get, like right. you could buy the rights for, or they were in public domain or something, and not, you know, yeah, no, we, like no, nobody was holding out for a, a hearty payday for the rights to Space Mutiny, right, right, right. <laughs> uh, Red Brown tried, but you know. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I mean, like we would do an Oscar special a uh, couple of years anyway, towards the the end of MST3K, or a summer blockbuster special where we would take the electronic press kits that the studios would put out for like Siskel and Ebert or whatever, and we would riff those. Mm-hmm. And people were always saying like, man, you did that part of Titanic, just do the whole thing. <laughs> and the answer was always like, we can't get near that. I mean, yeah, like yeah. they'll have their goons beat us up and Warner <laughs> Brothers. So, uh, but this provided us a way to do that that being said we got kind of you know you can only do so many current movies they're a lot longer they have that confuso vision action stuff like doing transformers was the worst boy Um, i bet it yeah but it's hard to make a joke when you don't know what's going on i really don't know what the fuck's going on and you know and then yeah and then there are like attempts at humor with shia labeouf screaming like a like uh you know uh, a, a banshee just at every opportunity, <laughs> and um, so you so trying to do jokes on their jokes, and you know I'm doing the air quotes is is tougher because basically what you're saying is oh man lame joke you know or <laughs> yeah, lame yeah. humor which I makes you sound is, more dickish. <laughs> that is the like that is the like ultimate sin of the Transformers movies to me, and I think that is, <laughs> that is where I turn into. A kids these days crank is about the Transformers <laughs> yeah, right, right. movies. You, you know, we all get there. I've been there for a while, Jordan. You'll, you know, you guys are a lot <laughs> younger, and you'll, but you're making your way. Sure, uh, but yeah, I, I definitely see those as uh, cynical dreck, <laughs> and I'm mad that people see them. I think the worst thing about the Transformers movies is that one of them actually had balls, like literal balls, and they had oh, yeah. the wonderful actor John Turturro, who's one of my favorite actors ever. Yeah. You know, getting a paycheck, I do not blame the guy. No. God bless him. Get lots of paychecks. But they gave him the line. He was like some – I forget what he was supposed to be, but he was obsessed with the Transformers. And he was like sort of comic relief, but they couldn't decide. And at one point, he was like underneath the Transformer and he said, I believe I am underneath – the creature scrotum. <laughs> like, I have been in many Coen yeah, Brothers movies. Yeah, yeah. I I did Shakespeare. But here I am. Uh, in your, maybe let's take the Transformers and put them in a pile. Yeah. Uh, and Ali, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this too, because uh, just from chatting with you at work, I know you did a a project recently where you watched. A movie a day. Yes. And oh, then, wow. And then I stopped uh, because <laughs> I'm a big quitter. How, how, so how, how far into the – this was kind of supposed to be a year thing, right? <laughs> it was right? supposed to be – yeah, it was supposed to be a movie a day for the entire year. I was mm-hmm. trying to do uh, – I think it was – this was 366 days this year. So I even really – Well, that's why then. That uh, yeah. extra day will <laughs> yeah. <it's> burdensome. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I, I was watching a movie a day and then about two months in, I'm just like, I can't. <laughs> I quit. Movies are long. It was. It was. Some more, are bad. Some are bad. Yeah. I. I was. I was having a lot of fun. I was writing reviews each time, and that was fun. But then that kind of added to the homework element, and then it, yeah, it ended sure. up just being a a lot. But I. I still watch as many movies as I can. The reason I did it was because I rewatch movies more than I watch new stuff. Sure. Um, oh wow, my wife's like that. I. I just don't do that. I don't know why. I. Feel like... I, I have a couple of like. I have a couple of like soothing. Rewatch things. Yeah. It's mainly TV for me, uh, right. but I am a big like rewatcher when 
I like need to relax. You mm-hmm. know, like like totally. my my relax thing is always a Simpsons or a Thirty Rock or a Futurama. Those right. are those are the three shows that it is for me too. And Thirty Rock, like um, I know, is one of the best shows of all time. Mm-hmm. But then I sit down and every single time I was like, that's even better than I remember. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> and TV is honestly the reason that I had the downfall. I it's not that I stopped watching two hours of stuff every day. <laughs> it's just that a show would come out and I'd be like, well, I have to watch this and I can't do that and my movie and work. Sure. Yeah. And it's a sleep. big investment of time. Uh, my, my partner, Kevin Murphy, actually did that. He had a book called oh, A, a Year, Year at, at the, the Movies. movies. Yeah. And um, I think the only reason he could do it is because he got a book contract. So he didn't, <laughs> yeah, didn't yeah. have to do anything but that. But it's a really cool book. Yeah, I think in that book he watches a movie projected on like an ice wall in Norway. Yeah, or he was doing really all amazing. kinds of stunt uh, movie watching yeah. for a while, which is a weird concept. Wow. But you know, he he uh, he did a lot of it, of course, just in you know, like the ten plexes around the country. But yeah, he went around the world and he d- was watching them in Polynesia. He just wanted to travel. He made no money because he blew it all on travel. Hey, <laughs> still, but yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, if you got it, yeah, if you got to blow the advance on, yeah, something. yeah, and that was simple. I Finland or something like that or Norway. It was like. <laughs> Uh, he wanted to hit like points in the globe too, because hitting like every day of the year wasn't enough. He had to. That's what's crazy is like I had in my you know when I would write it up and put it on my dumb website, I would say like who I was with and where I watched it, and it was always by myself in my house. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I added that Just little feature. It take me... that feature out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very sad. In a castle with a stranger. Like that's. Yeah. There we go. That's that. Ooh, this yeah. is intriguing. How did this happen? <laughs> Uh, but but of the movies that I saw, um, Transformers was never one of them. Yeah. And I, I've never seen it. Um, but I also missed that. It wouldn't have been nostalgic for me. I, I never watched it as a kid because, yeah. you know, that was that was not my time really. I, I did. I definitely liked the movies as a kid. And I am like – I am the – you know, it seems like it seems like your your, your, your modern blockbuster is, is aimed at two, uh, two distinct groups, 10-year-olds uh, <laughs> and uh, a – a, a sweaty 30-year-old who maybe has some intimacy problems. Uh, yes, and I, very, very well put. Sure. And that's, yes. and that's me. And I, oh, no, and, no, I liked, no. and I liked Transformers as a kid. And, you know, and I, 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 will, I will happily see anything that evolves an Avenger. But uh, I saw that first Transformers movie and, and was – uh, had had my week was ruined. Yeah, <laughs> you know? it's really painful. Um, uh, but I wanted to ask you, uh, Transformers yeah. aside, because we've 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 thoroughly dicked on it. <laughs> but um, is there any modern movie for you where you're like, I can't believe this got a wide release and people saw it? Oh my god. Hmm. I don't know. I mean. I'm sure I'll come up with something eventually. But, yeah, no, right. I know. Kind of a big question. And yeah. also, Ali, I want to uh, also kind of extend this to you in your project. What did you watch where you're like, oh, my God, why is this a movie? <laughs> I should actually pull up the list. M- more interestingly than um, – you know, because I, I wasn't trying to torture myself. It was already right. enough that I was watching a movie a day. So I I did try and watch movies I would love. Yeah. Um, That's very wise. I was, I was more surprised by – movies that I thought I would love and hated and that are they're beloved movies. Sure. I hate My Dinner with Andre and I oh, feel so bad because yeah. I, I wanted to love it. I not only love Wally Shawn but 
for some reason get in fights when people say that it should be Wallace and not Wally because he refers to himself as Wally. So I'm just like, it's Wally. <laughs> he prefers it. <laughs> he prefers it. I don't know him, but I feel like I know him. <laughs> so that's my Transformers, I guess. But um... is my dinner with Andre? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very simple. They do Tell have a robot. Uh, they do have a giant robot with a big scrotum in that one. Too. He's, Your the wa- wine, he's the waiter. Yeah, yeah. waiter. <laughs> uh, no, Bill. I I think you have. If I'm not mistaken, I've had to watch all of the Twilights. Yeah. Wow. Did we <laughs> fuck ourselves there? I mean, I mean, there's like what nine of those. Yeah, we were kind of skeptical that it would be uh, good for us at first, mm-hmm. and uh, at least I was because my business sense is nil. But it turned out to be kind of our biggest hit by lots. Yeah. Um, there's something about it. It's it takes itself very seriously. Mm-hmm. It has a lot of space to like give commentaries because there's all those moon eyed glances at each <laughs> other. Yeah, and there's plenty of room for jokes. Yeah. And it's they, a relief to have you guys make fun of it because, like, honestly, like that came out like in my high school. High school for me. So I was just like, everyone likes this except for me. What am I going to do? And it was like, honestly, so like, oh, thank God. Were they fans of the, of like the books or the movie or both? All of it. And and like, like people will say just like, oh, well, you know, and I kind of say this with Harry Potter, like, oh, well, Harry Potter helped kids read, but no, they just read Harry Potter. No, they just read Twilight. They don't read anything else. Right. (laughs) And, and. Oh, my daughter's kind of like that. She's just like, (laughs) you're going through Harry Potter again, honey, right? You realize there are other books out there. (laughs) but yeah, but but Harry Potter. I mean, I've actually read them with my kids, and they're actually they're. I think they're kind of well written. Whatever else Much you want to say about them, Twilight, but Twilight is just you know atrociously written. What it now? What it, does? And I'm sure they all run together because you know. Yeah, oh, yeah. They're, Stylistically, the same and probably <laughs> shot within a month of each other, and oh, yeah. you know, rushed yeah. out to theaters as quick as possible. But did one did one stand out as being better or worse than the other one? Yeah, they got progressively worse. So <laughs> I mean, it's like straight line down, yeah. and it starts really low, but it, then it just goes. It, it drills a nothing. hole into the earth yeah. to plunge. Like further. it had its own weird kind of dumb integrity before they had the werewolves. <laughs> Which were just giant wolves. It's I like, liked it before the werewolves. <laughs> I was really, yeah. I mean, I, um, and then they had a whole thing. I don't know how much you guys followed it, but did you watch it to the bitter end? Uh, I have never seen a Twilight. Oh, okay. I have also never seen it, but like some movies, like Napoleon Dynamite, or like different things, you don't have to see them to have to hear yeah, it all the time. Sure, yeah, sure. Ubiquitous. And. Um, but uh, yeah, by the end they had a, I forget who had a baby together, but there was a baby. Yeah, and um, it was the the uh, creepiest Frankenstein and the Mummy had a right. baby, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was Kristen Stewart and then the the werewolf guy, or the vampire guy, one of those. Yeah, I forget who. I mean, it was it was all convoluted. But the baby was this terrible CGI creation because theoretically the vampire babies are supposed to grow up really quick. Mm-hmm. So she went from fetus to like uh, you know hot a, teen. A, a, well, yeah, just on the verge of hot teen. Yeah. And in like now, I'm interested. Then, <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more about these but teens. The the thing they did with the face to make it that effect happen on the baby is so uncanny valley. You know yeah. that expression? It's just like ah, that's sort of real. But yeah, yeah. I throw but it out also, the window it looks quickly. Like my nightmares. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I guess. I guess. Yeah. Probably not the desired effect 
for the viewer to want to throw the baby out a window. Yeah, I mean, I'm just that's my personal. Spin, yeah, no, but, I get yeah. it. Uh, well, well, I, I want that for every baby, though. I mean, <laughs> Olivia, this is going out to you. <laughs> oh God, I forgot what we dedicated. Someday, this to. sail out of a window. <laughs> we will keep you away from the bad man, Olivia. <laughs> um, uh, so I watched a real stinker over the weekend that I, you know, did this to myself. It's, you know, I, I feel like it's I. Me saying I watched this movie and it sucked is like, you know, when you see a little kid playing near an electrical socket. <laughs> right. His... I stabbed myself and it hurt. Yeah. <laughs> that was an unexpected outcome. How did that? Why did that happen? <laughs> uh, I watched the Point Break remake, mm. which Ugh. is a thing that happened and maybe people wouldn't know because it was in theaters for less than the running time of the movie. Yeah, that just got... <laughs> they, the movie Ooh. is two hours long, and it was in theaters for uh, about 80 minutes. They were trying right. to rush you out before it ended. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. We're well, not playing this anymore. <laughs> well, so I did not go to... I watched it on HBO Go. So it's something that, something that happens with these streaming services is, you know, there's the time spent watching and the time spent browsing. Oh, my God. Yeah. And yeah. there's something that... It's weird. It will... It will you won't stop on it the first time, but it will, it will. You bookmark it. You, yeah, you'll make a little place in your brain saying maybe you'll watch that someday, <laughs> right? Like something that you know, and it just was happening to me with the Point Break remake over and over again. I first saw, I'm like, oh my god, I remember that they made that, and then I'm like, I'm never watching that, <laughs> and then I just kept thinking about it. Like, I wonder what it is. Do they have the President's Max? Because Point Break <laughs> is one of my favorite. Movies. Yeah, that's really fun. The yeah, original is really fun. It, it's a blast. It's like you know, a, one of those just kind of like, you know, something that I think only the Fast and Furious movies get these days yeah. is that what if an action movie is crazy and fun? Yeah. Totally. And right. has jokes. And, and just a little bit absurd. You know? Yeah, I mean, exactly. Well, you, I guess that's crazy kind of qualifies. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I, I, got no, no, my, no. Just, I had my thesaurus out. <laughs> no, no. That, I think that's a, good, that's a good distinction in that like it should be, you know, it should be in a, a little bit of a, a heightened reality where, you know, Certain laws of physics don't. Well, apply. yeah, and we, you know, we just um, re-riffed for our tenth anniversary of Rift Tracks. We riffed, re-riffed the Patrick Swayze Roadhouse. Ugh. I Ugh. love that movie. I adore oh, Roadhouse. And Road one of the yes. great things about that is like the the utter march into re- unreality. It, yeah, which is like where 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 bouncers actually have national reputations. Yes, you know, he could be a like, famous he's best, bouncer. He's the best damn bouncer on the East Coast. <laughs> I mean, if it's DJs like... can get that famous, I don't see. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, it's not. Yes, I know. If Skrillex who is, can who be is the bouncer equivalent of Skrillex? <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> but you know, and this goes to your point because that was like prime Patrick Swayze era, God, both yeah. that and Point Break. He was yeah, like yeah. this weird mystical, you know, hot karate surfing dude who, yes, I don't know, was so, really a dancer. I know, I know. <laughs> it was yes, a a, a warrior poet. Yeah, a, exactly. <laughs> yeah, a, a a tai chi sex machine. <laughs> so what about it was so horrible? So so here, I mean, I think so. Okay, so here is the here is the so the conceit of the old Point Break. Is that uh, Keanu? Can I, can I interrupt? Yes, just for a second. I want to guess how they effed it up. Oh, I would love you to. Go yes, on. please. I, mean, I would love to hear. But but explain the old one first. So if yeah, you don't so the mind. old one is is Keanu Reeves is an FBI agent, uh, which he will st- say out loud many <laughs> times. I am an FBI yeah, agent. Yeah, yeah, dumb as a box of rocks. Yes, too. exactly. It's just great. Johnny Utah is his name. <laughs> a firm, uh, former college FBI. football star. I say FBI. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, and just and and you know, FBI is kind of like football. 
<laughs> I have many head injuries. <laughs> I have many head like, injuries. You know what? I shouldn't say that. He's John Wick now. He rules. He is, yeah. yeah. I just saw John Wick Fuck my very yeah. first time. John Wick. Yeah. My very first time. Yeah. No you never forget your first that's, wig. That's what I'm going back to. I, my, my rule does not apply to John Wick. Yeah. <laughs> People are saying he's back. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking he's back. Um, uh, so, so, the, so it's Keanu Reeves, Johnny Utah, FBI agent, and he is sent undercover to investigate a ring of of thrill-seeking bank robbers, and they suspect that the bank robbers are robbing the banks for for the thrills that they can no longer get doing extreme sports <laughs> surfing mm-hmm. skydiving yes. these sorts of things so he so he joins this surf gang oh by the way Lori Petty teach Lori Petty uh, um, <laughs> that uh, really ever the ever the 90s crush yeah that really puts it in an era a yeah. specific era uh, teaches him to surf so he can join this surf gang and he embeds himself with them and this sounds like something uh, Bubba would be doing it's that true <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I think that I he think... would somehow make the surfboard blow up though <laughs> right <really. laughs> oh no <laughs> and uh, so yeah so then this kind of thing happens where he has to take them down but also he feels like he's one of them Okay. Uh, and at some point, Patrick Swayze throws a dog at him. So <laughs> perhaps the greatest Good. movie scene of all time. Uh, oh, and then he punt kicks it. And then he drop that kicks it like a seems, football. Seems related to John Wick in, it that, does. in the dog thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's um, it. Uh, so so okay. So that's the premise of the old one. You had yeah. a theory as to how. You know, I, I don't have a theory. I just wanted to like. You know, um, wing it, basically. Like, knowing what I do about Hollywood yes. and remakes, I'm guessing they took all the fun out of it. Yep. They, there are fun. no – there's no uh, president masks. Uh, there is a – there's a nod to the president's mask. So here's – so same thing. Thrill-seeking uh, group of uh, extreme sports uh, bank robbers. Can, can I just guess yes. that they put in a little, like, um, father-child sort of subtext in there? I may be wrong. But uh, oh, uh, no. They no. love doing that. God, it's don't like, they? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's everyone's dad wounded them in some way to <laughs> motivate them to do something. I'm going to guess the dog is CGI now. No. Oh. <laughs> Allie, there is no dog. No one throws no! a dog at anyone. See, well, no one throws a dog at anyone. Idiots. <laughs> Fucking. You could have had a $50 million know, opening right? weekend if you just would have thrown a dog You wonder at why you close Make the, the first dog. week. You don't uh, throw a dog. Save the cat. You throw the dog. Dog. How many times do you have to tell the you? The rules of screenwriting. These are the rules of screenwriting. Um, so, so okay. So, in this, Johnny Utah is not a former, uh, not a former college football star, but he is an. This is his words, not mine. An extreme sports polyathlete. Oh. God damn it! So he uh, he does it all: motocross, who, rock who climbing. Who plays him? Uh. A man, a blonde man. Uh, this, this. I mean, I think this movie just just flies in the face of the notion that if, to be in a movie, you need any charisma at all. Right, right, the, right. The men in this movie, I'm talking the Johnny Utah, the Bodie. Everyone looks like they should be in a movie, but only as someone who says two things before right. Liam Neeson punches them. You're in the right, throat. right. Like they are. Goons. Everyone it, looks. Bo- Bodie is uh, Gerard Butler, right? Oh, am I wrong? No, no. It's some guy. It's oh, some. Oh, I thought it was. He is. Uh, he is Spanish. Uh, uh-huh. He has a very thick 
uh, accent that I might describe as Wizzo-esque. Oh, my God. Uh, hard to Suddenly understand. Suddenly I have to see it. Uh, no, you don't. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Uh, and... Uh, and that's also something that I that I took uh, took offense with is that so it also because you hate you hate Spanish people you I hate, hate the Spanish I hate, hate their naps Spanish people speaking people and yeah <laughs> uh, no no I, I you know and I'm all for you know making it international I think that's a right. cool way to go with it even though there's a little jingoist in me that thinks that Point Break Point Break is an American story you know it's the story of the da, da, continue I'm just going to do a little patriotic <laughs> it's the story da, 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 we as Americans da, we founded this country on thrills da, 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 mm-hmm. throwing the tea in Boston Harbor <laughs> crossing the Delaware these were the first extreme sports yes uh, they are the bedrock of this great nation yes <laughs> um, we invented Mountain Dew damn it yeah but the so okay also something I didn't mention is that Gary Busey is in the original as uh, oh Oh, yeah. Yeah, as yeah. Johnny Utah's uh, uh, um, FBI supervisor. F- FBI supervisor, yeah. his, you know, kind of kooky, Busey-esque partner. Yeah. There is no uh, there's no part that Gary Busey does that is not kooky. Yeah, right. By yes. definition. <laughs> Down to earth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, humble shopkeep who never screams at anyone. Um, <laughs> once, once you see those choppers, you know you're, yeah, you know, you're yeah. in for uh, so the, a ride. The Busey character is a random Australian guy and... They set him up to be Busey-like when they say that – when Johnny Utah is told that he'll be working with a partner, they're like, uh, you're going to meet Pappas out there and let's just say he's an acquired taste. I'm like, all right. A uh, handsome man? <laughs> yeah, well, he's not handsome. He's he's an old – just kind of an older doe man but has no characteristics. Oh, no. He's not an acquired taste. He's fine. He's, he's very competent, nice, helpful. Very like, easy to pin down that taste. Yeah, and, yeah. well-dressed. A nice yeah. burger. Yeah, no. just, he's a nice burger of a man. <laughs> and I don't, yeah. And I don't know if there's a script where he's played by Andy Dick or something, but... Right, right, right. But sure. the man they got is the most normal of men. Like, emo Phillips. As yeah, right. Guy, right. I would love that. <laughs> Please, just make it one more time. Emo Phillips in the Gary Busey role. Uh, so the plot of this is that uh, these thrill-seeking bank robbers who are shown uh, early in the movie on security cam footage riding motorcycles with president helmets. Uh, there's an what Obama. A, there's a what w is a president helmet? Uh, it's a <laughs> motorcycle helmet with the president face on the front. Oh, on the front. Okay. Yeah. So this is a nod to the yeah. president mask, the iconic president mask Bad. of the original. Uh, so these guys are trying to perform the eight extreme sports ordeals that a some sort of extreme sports guru has said will lead you to nirvana. Mm. So sports ordeals? Ordeals, yeah. Oh, sports ordeals. Yeah, like, yeah, a, like an I ordeal, a trial. Uh, yeah, no, I, I should have okay. enunciated. <laughs> Which kind of sounds cool. I love <laughs> like, the phrase extreme sports ordeals. <laughs> uh, deal. <laughs> Taking a deal, second. Yes. <laughs> Taking a second mortgage on your house. Extreme. <laughs> oh, chug a doo. Take out a mortgage. Uh, but yeah, it's it's just it's it's just a slog. The the some of the extreme sports ordeals, uh, you know, surfing a big wave, uh, flying around on one of those Rocky the Flying Squirrel suits. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that happens, and some of those are very lovely, but they have kind of the the dramatic quality of one of those test reels that's playing on a TV in Best Buy to show you how good the HD <laughs> is. Yeah. 
stock ha- footage. Yeah, it has all the drama of stock footage. It's just like, here's something we filmed on a cool drone. Anyway, right, back to our right. boring story with our dumb characters. Uh, so, yeah, cannot... Cannot in good conscience recommend the Point Break remake. Uh, Remakes are hard. I I just saw the uh, Blair Witch uh, remake. Did you guys see that one? No, I'm curious. Yeah, well, um, without spoiling it too much, uh, although I suppose it is a little bit of a spoiler, so don't listen if you don't want to. Um, Basically, the the best part of the original... What's that? You'll yell at us anyways? Okay, (laughs) Internet. (laughs) Uh, The best part of the original um, is, well, one, you really believed it was real based on how they were promoting it. Obviously, you couldn't possibly think that now, so... I was just like, wow, they really are going to have to go all out to make this convincing at all. Mm-hmm. Um, they did do some cool stuff, um, admittedly. Like, you know, they have updated technology. Everybody kind of has their own GPS device and drones, and it's crazy. But um, you see the monster in it. Um, really? And, and that's kind of the the worst thing they could have done, in my opinion. Yeah, like, sure. Um, but, I mean, yeah, it was, it was scary if you've never seen a movie like that. But it was like – it was as, you know – it was not even as good as like the paranormal remakes, and I've seen all of those, the paranormal activity ones. Oh yeah, sure. I actually really like that. Franchise those are really a lot. scary. I've really I've only seen the first one, but it was terrifying to the, the point where I kind of don't want to watch the other ones because I would be too scared. <laughs> it, yeah, the, the, that's the same thing though. Where the first one is much more realistic, the second one, and it also becomes like really like witchy and like has conspiracy type stuff, and sure. it gets more. But I I like that stuff. I'm someone that loves Harry Potter, as you mentioned, so I kind of <laughs> sure. like a little bit of magic in yeah. my scary. A movies. little sprinkling of fairy dust. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's a weird thing when uh, when a movie is really successful and iconic. You know, the first thing they want to do is remake it. But there's also this competing pressure to like make it different. Yeah. So so you have things like uh, you know the remake of Willy Wonka with Johnny oh. Depp, which I thought was reasonably successful, given that they couldn't just have Gene Wilder do it again. Sure. Um, I was looking at – for some reason I was looking at The Fly. Do you know that old movie from the 50s or early 60s with Vincent Price? Uh, I know the I know the Cronenberg Goldblum one. I have never okay. seen the yeah. original. But yeah. The first – and that was not a bad remake. But there's a, yeah. there's a, a thing at the end. I don't think – it's been out for yeah. whatever. Spoilers hun- hundred, for The Fly. <laughs> 120 years it's been out. Um, there's a moment at the end that is so scary. It just freaked me out as a kid and has never left my head yeah. on some level, which is when they – um, I'll try to explain this briefly. Like they know, like the 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 professor has turned into a half fly. Yeah. Um, and they finally, he finally basically commits suicide because he can't take it anymore. You think the movie's over? Then they they find this little weird fly in a spider web, and they hear this high pitched sound. Um, saying, I think the Simpsons actually parried this at one point, right? The Didn't help, they help? Help me! Help me! Help me. me! And then you, you know, they zoom in, and it's like a fly with the head of the scientist, and a spider is approaching it, and you yeah. see it from his point of view. It's terrifying. It is terrifying, and you're right. That is in the Simpsons. It's Bart's head when he's on the little fly body. That's the tree has a four one, and it's also in Emperor's New Groove, <laughs> one of my favorite David Spade movies. Sure. Oh yeah, I, I think it's we actually get... not a bad movie. No, but I guess my, my roundabout point poop. was that they didn't do that same scene in the right. Jeff Goldblum version, even though they found other cool things to do, which, you know, Brundlefly was pretty uh, – Yeah, the, 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 the Jeff Goldblum one is, is a really uh, – just a, a, a gross uh, – Gooey and icky, like, like everything Cronenberg does. He yeah. Throws goo the women at it. seem to like him. How about we make him disgusting? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll show you, ladies. I don't uh, think women liked – Jeff Goldblum until that movie. I mean, I, I don't remember mm, yeah. in real time. Then suddenly he took his shirt off. It's like, dude. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, get, get a load of that I, thorax. I felt it. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, in, interesting. Jeff Goldblum's sex symbolness is an interesting thing. It seems to kind of ebb and flow, and maybe he's back to sex symbol again. I know a lot of people that are my age that think he's so so attractive, mm-hmm. um, and I guess it would be because of Jurassic Park because that would have been like the first thing he would have been a lot of people's first crushes. Sure, because yeah, of that that's a sexually imprinting movie. It really is <laughs> that whole movie, and I think a lot of the same women that like Jeff Goldblum also later realized that they also liked Laura Dern. <laughs> like, you know, sure, I yeah. Like, hmm. <laughs> Which, ooh, this is, a, this is a buffet for the senses. <laughs> They're both kind of tall. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, <laughs> both um, can handle their shit. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Jeff Goldblum plays in Los Angeles at, I think, where is it? The Dresden or the place oh, right yeah. next to it? I can't remember, but he yeah, plays this is the, jazz. I think the Rockwell. Yes, it's the Rockwell. This is this is a, a Los Angeles tradition that I feel like a fucking fool for never having done. Let's go. He comes back. The Jeff Goldblum Jazz Piano Hour. Yeah. Uh, It is fun. I've been. Yeah. It's really great. Um, And if you are a singer, you are able to go up there and sing with Jeff Goldblum. It's really crazy. Yeah. You have to know jazz. You know, you can't sing, you know, whatever is contemporary. But (laughs) sure. uh, Yeah. It's You can't sing your Drakes. If you want to get up there and sing a Drake. (laughs) Do you know smack my bitch up, Jeff? <laughs> I can improvise. <laughs> give me, give me an E. So jazz, wow. I mean, I've seen him on on shows, just sort of noodling around. But he's a serious. He's player. really good. He's yeah. got gigantic hands. So I mean, he's kind of got an advantage. <laughs> Damn. As if we couldn't be more yeah, attracted to right. Jeff Goldblum. Oh my God. He has. Gi- he's the anti-Trump. I am off. I am off Laura Dern now. I'm onto him. <laughs> Laura Dern also Laura your hands. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, hey, let's let's take a little break. We'll imagine Jeff Goldblum and Laura Dern massaging <laughs> us with their oh. giant hands. Excuse me a second. <laughs> and we'll uh, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. The great questions of your life. The great questions of your life. Should you put ketchup on a hot dog? Put ketchup on a hot dog. Toilet paper. Over or under? Toilet paper. Star Wars, Star Wars or Star Wars Trek? Or Star Trek. Fear not, my friends. Fear not, Mark my and friends. Hal always reach the definitive answer. Simply listen to We Got This with Mark and Hal every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Pacific on Maximum Fun. Fun. We Got This. Your better self is right around the corner. Namaste. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. Bill Corbett, man. Uh, accountant. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Allie Gertz, baby thrower out of Windower. Oh, nice. <laughs> couple win. of, uh, yeah, good nickname. A <laughs> uh, couple of couple of announcements here before we uh, continue the program. Uh, October 30th, uh, Jesse and I will be doing this program live at the Now Hear This Festival in Anaheim, California. Uh, it's a, a podcast con of sorts with uh, over 30 shows. Get your comedy, Bang Bang, Never Not Funny, uh, WTF with Mark Maron, Memory Palace, Doug Loves Movies, uh, all, all those casts you know and love. Um, and if you want to go to this uh, uh, swell event, uh, we've got a discount code for tickets. Uh, put in JJGO and you get 25% off a three-day pass. 
that's the Now Hear This Festival. And uh, we actually booked booked a cool couple of guests. Uh, I said last week that uh, we weren't quite ready to reveal who it was. Um, uh, still maybe not. Still might make you wait a little longer. <laughs> um so yeah, uh, but it's I can I can say that it's a it's a crossover that the fans have been demanding. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. So if you have a guess, it's as the to... cast of Transformers. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh fuck! <laughs> I can't so believe sorry. I said all that so shit. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a guess as to who it is, uh, <laughs> use hashtag guest guess on Twitter. Use hashtag <laughs> guest guess and let us know who you think Not it is. Guess guest guest yeah, guest guest guess. Okay. Uh, guest guest is if you want to stay in an abandoned <laughs> guest store in a mall. Uh, guess that was a clothing brand at one point, right? Yes. Yeah, sure, May- maybe still is. Uh, hey, uh, and speaking of clothing, <laughs> we're also sponsored, sponsored by Guest. Sponsored by Guest. Hooray! Maybe not. Sponsored by Christopher Guest. I don't know why the hell he's doing this. Sure, he doesn't want us to talk about a movie; he just wants us to mention his name. Christopher Guest, a fine man. Uh, we are actually sponsored by Cricket Shirts for Men. Uh, these are uh, lovely shirts. For uh, for the discerning gentlemen, uh, they sent us a couple. They're lovely. Fits amazing. Feels amazing. Uh, cricket shirts, the perfect mix of old school style and modern design, inspired by natty duds of years past by the likes of guys like Nicholas, Palmer, JFK, and Dean. Uh, so yeah, if these uh, sound like shirts that you would enjoy, uh, check out Cricket, C-R-I-Q-U-E-T, shirts.com slash J-J Go, C-R-I-Q-U-E-T, shirts.com slash J-J Go, and you get 25, uh, excuse me, 20% off your first purchase. If 25 sounded too good to be true, <laughs> it, was. it was, but 20% ain't too shabby. Uh, Cricketshirts.com, you enter promo code J-J Go at checkout. Uh, that's promo code JJGo. Twenty percent off cricket shirts. Uh, these are handsome items. I would surf on over there and check them out today. Got a jumbotron message from No Regerts. That's my last name. Oh it's, my god! It is sounds similar to your last name. It's not No Gertz, but No Regerts. It's a fast-paced card game where you get epic tattoos to become the most badass while making your friends lame. Ugh. It's and, got you know who doesn't want that? Seriously, I want to make my friends look lame. I yeah. know. I got these cool ass friends <laughs> with their big dicks and beautiful skin. I want to make these assholes look lame. And I'm going to do it with no regrets. <laughs> it's got great artwork and reviews like it's fun and engaging and has enough take that to be competitive but not a dick. Some of the best art I've seen in gaming. I don't know who these reviews are from. Someone probably. Uh, it's a great game for game night. You back it on Kickstarter before time runs out. Uh, you get a copy of the game or pick a top reward. Uh, seriously, back it now. Poisonfishgames.com slash Kickstarter. Uh, and if you want to give them an email... Contact at poisonfishgames.com. That's no regrets. The Kickstarter from Poison Fish Games. That's all the announcements. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Bill Corbett. I am a retired detective who sits in a chair all day and sends boy detective out to solve crimes. <laughs> Thanks for the shot, boss. Oh, I won't yeah. let you down. Hey, I'm just eating here. <laughs> uh, I'm Allie Gers, lover of sandwiches and boy detectives. Hey, uh, two 
fine items, if you ask me. <laughs> uh, hey, from time to time, and from time to time, I mean every single episode, we like to dip into our telephone mailbag and take some calls from our fans. Uh, let's hear one now, Brian. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and guests. This is Chad. I'm calling with a momentous occasion. Uh, today I was at the local dog wash. I was giving my dog a bath, um, and the dog in the next tub over was this pug, and the owners kept trying to take a whole bunch of pictures of him while they were bathing him, and they kept trying to say, this is for your Instagram, this is for your Instagram, like it was going to convince the dog to behave. Um, and meanwhile, the owners, employees of the dog wash kept giving them all these dirty looks because they were taking a really long time. They were trying to take all these pictures, and there was a bunch of people waiting. Anyway, we went into the drying room to start drying our dog. They came in a couple minutes later, put their dog on the table. There was some safety goggles in the in the drying room for some reason, and uh, they kept trying to put the safety goggles on the dog to take a picture, and it wouldn't cooperate. Finally, they get them on the dog. The dog's standing there. They start to take a picture for the Instagram, I guess, and the dog looks straight at them and just starts taking a dump. <laughs> okay. Uh, what is going on here? Uh, is, <laughs> I, I am not a dog owner. Is this – Something is this something that you can take your dog to a First dog all, wash with costumes? I want to ask that uh, caller, what is it like to be rich? And <laughs> the second thing I have to say is uh, the goggles do nothing. Oh, the goggles! What, what are nothing. what are they theoretically for? The goggles, I assume, it would be to get soap, keep soap from getting in that little dog. Oh, eyes. so they actually are dog goggles. Yeah, Here's I thought what, it was goggles. in case a dog, you know, shook a lot and. Had the equivalent of porcupine quills. I don't know. <laughs> Might be some weird breed. Sure, yeah. I mean, they're what, virtual what, reality uh, goggles. They're pretending right. they're not at a bath. Because it's really boring to watch a dog get clean, as it turns out. Yeah. yeah. You put the goggles on the dog, and it feels like it's in the car instead of in a bath. It's doing something it loves. I have a hard time making fun of people that take pictures of their pets um, because, I mean, I take today, before I came over here, I was trying to find a way to kill time, and I... I made about six Instagram stories of me singing songs to turtles that were at the lake. So, you know, <laughs> uh, that caller might not like me very much either. <laughs> hey, hey, guys, follow Allie on Instagram or unfollow her, I guess. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that, that's weird. I never thought, I never considered the social dynamic of the dog washing place so deeply as I yeah. did today. I mean, I, I've never really, um, I never deeply, knew there was but like... not as deeply. <laughs> sure. We've all considered it. We've all written some novellas about now I'm it. Now but... I'm ready to make that choice and to really think about it. There is a, it's weird that there's like a, you know, standing room only, like, <laughs> gotta get going, everybody, wash those dogs. I never thought of it like that. Well, yeah. you know, the the pilot <clears throat> of Seinfeld, um, they're at a, a laundromat. I imagine if we did oh, a yeah. modern day, it would probably oh, be, sure. uh, you know, just two dudes trying to get their dogs cleaned. <laughs> <laughs> gotta wash your dog, Jerry. <laughs> I love it. There's, here's it's our a dirty dog. It's dirty. <laughs> Here's our Seinfeld reboot. <laughs> right. Surely it'll be more successful than the Point Break reboot. You use too much shampoo. <laughs> uh, I, I I think there was a key word in here that I think we maybe have run past. What, I, what is our goal here? To help this person uh, come oh, down from the I think to dick their on freak them. out? All right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, no. That's always acceptable. Oh, hold on. Uh, is that everything okay? Yeah. Cool. Um, I think there's a key word here that I think says everything about this story, mm-hmm. and that's this is for your Instagram. <laughs> this is a dog who has his own Instagram. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What do you think the Instagram handle is of that dog? Oh, boy. I mean, the breed will be in there. So it's something like, you Cutie know. Cutie Muffins Bichon. <laughs> 
Love muffin. Yeah. I said muffin twice, didn't I? So. I think I think it's perfectly You can never say it enough. I think it's perfectly reasonable to assume that this dog who has an Instagram has the word muffin in his name twice. Uh yeah, it'll be like or you know, like at Doug the Awesome Pug. Right. At my dog never shits on table. Yeah. Oh, we can't say that. Oh, yeah. We forgot about that element of the story, which is really the uh, the dog's aggressive hate shitting back at his owners. Yeah. I mean, I think the dog- Like, you want me to be a cute little baby? Here. Here, look at this. Here's what- I, here's what a beast does. Here's I'm a beast. I, I, I do like that people will like uh, be so insecure that they like internalize when dogs take a shit. Like, uh, oh, it's because it hates me. He's like, no, it's because it, has to, it right. has to go. It's an animal. It doesn't really realize that it's in a really quite nice biological. Place. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's mad at me. Oh boy. Oh, what did I do? I changed his food and I didn't think he'd notice, but clearly I've been working real late lately. No, it's a dog. It just shits wherever it wants to. <laughs> um, okay, I think we've uh, sufficiently yeah. ticked yeah, we the dog-washing place. Uh, Brian, you got it? Yeah, we did. We solved it. Congratulations. Ta-da. The puzzle is complete. Um, uh, Brian, what, do we got, uh, what else we got in there? Hey there, Jordan, Jesse, and Go. I've got a momentous occasion for you. I was uh, delivering pizzas at my job the other day, and I was delivered to this house, and there was this very young girl and uh, someone who I assume was her grandmother, hanging out by the pool, wonderful people, absolutely. Uh, And then when they had paid and they were all set, I turned to go, and I hear the little girl behind me say, Goodbye, Mr. Pizza Man. I love you more than my whole family. (laughs) And then she stops and reconsiders, and you can hear it in her voice. She's like, Well, I love you more than my mom, at least. And that just carried me on through the rest of the day. All right. Have a good one, everybody. Wow. Can yeah. somebody say relatable? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations Jeez. on stealing the love of a mother, you charming pizza bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I there was a time when I ran away from my home to be with Papa John, who mm. I considered to be my real father <laughs> as a child. Um, I actually have this, like, ongoing, you know, it comes in waves, but I have this ongoing relationship on Twitter with, um, I think it's like Totino's. They're like the frozen pizza bites. Sure. And then um, DiGiorno. And then also, uh, what was the one that they... So you like all the, the fakey Italianate name places. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm vegan. I can't even eat cheese. Oh, no. But, yeah, I know. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> sorry. I'm me? just imagining no, myself doing that and panicking. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, <laughs> so. Uh, I have all these pizza companies that um, I guess we kind of have like a, this pseudo like flirty Twitter banter back sure, and forth with. Yeah. And my, my dream is to, to be the face of <laughs> one of these. Flirting with brands. <laughs> flirting with pizzas. Yeah, I would love to be the face of one of these pizza things at least for a day like as a contest winner. But um, I, I get being in love with the, you know, that, that pizza brand. And sure. I don't even, it's not even about pizza at this point for me. It's right. just the idea. Which it can't you know? be for you, right? There's I mean, actually really good vegan pizza if you're a vegan. If you're not a vegan then it's just like oh what happened to my pizza yeah (laughs) it's less good (laughs) (laughs) yeah um i would never say that like vegan food is is like bad i actually think it's it's really great but anytime it's like super good i'm just like "Uh uh-oh this isn't vegan (laughs) yeah (laughs) there's there's some hidden pork in Uh here (laughs) some mystery don't ask don't tell (laughs) yes exactly oh i guess it's vegan um of the pizza brands who who's got the best Twitter game? Would you say DiGiorno for sure? Oh like, really? Don't even have to think about it. Sorry, other pizza guys. <laughs> do they do they do it in the voice of like a, a cliche Italian chef? 
I think you know? I think they'd be really racist to do that. <laughs> Which is why I love Throw it. Back. <laughs> Throw back a Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> like our revanchist racism here. Yeah, um no, it just really has knocked uh, like it's really found that very tumblery mm-hmm. millennial kind of not Brandon Wardell fully millennial, but it's got that like it's got that vibe. Sure. It's not you know, dicks out for pizza, but it, you know. <laughs> right, yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's just, it's cute and it's young and it's fun and um, oddly male. And so, you know, we had Masculine, sure, yeah. <laughs> it's a very masculine pizza Twitter it's account. It's male people on Twitter. I'm just like, I got it. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's weird to engage with the brands on Twitter because I, I mean, I, I, every now and then I think, oh yeah, there is some pro- harried intern, overworked intern trying to make this work, and it's yeah. a it's a delicate thing. But I once got dunked on by Applebee's. Oh. I, like, no, I no. said something about Applebee's, and I didn't even like at Applebee's them. I just they mentioned just have their a name. Google alert for the name. Yeah, they must have. They're they're like you know Trump. He's just searching his name all the time. And um, Bill Corbin, yeah, loser, was- <laughs> Mystery Science Theater, very unsuccessful show. Bad, it was lame. It was not even a particularly, you know, devastating tweet. But, but you know, it was like Apple's food premise is of garbage. It's Applebee's like plasticky food. Yeah. And they came back at me, and they were like loaded for bear. They were, oh, they boy. were, they were being funny, and I forget what they said, but a p- couple of people did the equivalent of "ooh" oh, on Twitter, like yeah. Applebee's man <laughs> just threw down. What are you gonna do? And like, I, I kind of gave up because uh, they I just figured they would you. win. Yeah, I they, bet you, if you are the Applebee's Twitter account, you have like stock responses loaded. I was going to say, be. they probably pulled it out of the file. I think somebody said afterwards they did. Like, they, yeah. they're they ready to go, and they'll, like, slightly retool it. But Yeah, I yeah. bet they, you know, like, secretly... Crafty bastards. You know, paid a lot of money. They got... Should probably spend that time making good food, but, you know... <laughs> no, Twitter the, slam! The Twitter game is, is strong. <laughs> I bet they spent a lot the of money to, like, secretly fly out, like... Anthony Jeselnik and <laughs> Jeffrey right. Ross and Nikki Glaser to yeah. their compound to write <laughs> Applebee's one-liners. And they're like, we'll take your money, but you could spend it on not, like, serving ground-up chicken beak instead. No! You know, <laughs> Quiet. <laughs> know your place. <laughs> Joke man. Um, yeah, you know, I, I mean, I, I kind of agree that it is so, like, absurd that, you know, people talk to brands on Twitter as if it's a person or if the brand is a person. And, you know, like, why would you follow Charmin? What information right. are you getting from following Charmin? It's mostly airline complaints. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I actually did get I, – I was really pissed at Angie's List. Do you know that company? Uh, yeah, sure. This is a place where you will go to oh, find – sort of. No, you, it's something like that. You pay a little fee and then you get um, deals basically yeah. from local vendors. It's, when I bought a house, oh, I became yeah, yeah, super yeah. lame. <laughs> but they did some like some something really went wrong with one of the deals, and I complained on on Twitter like an idiot. And Angie herself of the list got back to me and and decided to make it right. It's like all right, the I've got Angie. social media it's power. Actually, Angelina Jolie. Oh. That's why this has happened. That's why her and Brad Pitt yeah. broke up. She's We're spending getting, too much time on the list. We're getting married. <laughs> uh, but yeah, as someone who runs a brand's Twitter account, sure. oh, yeah. uh, I can tell you that a lot of the people that interact are lunatics. I it's, bet. Um, Oh my god! I forgot the, you did the, that. Yeah. So you know this. I do, and it you you know uh, I don't know what it has taught me other than you know not to not to read stuff. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> 
Don't read <laughs> anything. You never know. <laughs> you might be taking that lesson a little far, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't read anything. Not even newspapers. That's good. Good. Thank you. You know what? Good. Words bad. <laughs> Word bad. Picture good. <laughs> video game very good. Oh yeah. Me oh. like blimp. That that tattoo video game that's sponsoring you guys. Yes. That, was, that sounds great. I, I think don't... that's a card game. I think oh, it's a competitive game. card, a card game. game. I don't have any tattoos, so anything that is like tattoo without commitment sounds fun. It to does kind of sound fun. I know. I would do you like. Ha- to... Do you have tattoos? No, I don't think it would fit my personality. Same uh, here. Yeah. I, I love things enough to – I love them a lot, you know, enough to write songs about them or have a podcast about them um, and posters. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd rather just have a T-shirt. But I know that that's, such a, <laughs> I know that's yeah. such a stupid stance to have. And my sisters are – they have amazing tattoos. Everyone else has them. I always think they're cool. I just feel a little bit square and I don't want – I feel like I like that about me. I kind of like not it's having tattoos. It's the new yeah. cool thing to have no <laughs> Do you have no tattoos? I don't either, but I mean like I always thought, yeah, I'm not going to like this in 25 years. That's and my thing. The feeling that I have now, yeah. It's born out to be true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like I feel like I mean, if 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 recent history has taught us anything, it's that a thing that is widely considered good can turn out to be bad or evil at the drop yeah, of a hat. Right. Yeah. So it, yeah, I think that like it. Bill Cosby. There's family. no. <laughs> I just yeah. love his solid down Jello pudding pop right. on my arm. My, my band name was Cosby Sweater. I still have oh, tons yeah. of CDs oh and God. shirts and like I had posters that had like a melted pudding pop and like I still. I mean, you know, they're for sale. Sure, uh, if you want, uh, yeah. If you, and I mean sale. Yeah, they're going to anything must go. No, uh, no offer too low on Cosby sweater I posters. I pay you. Starland vocal band. They suck. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I feel like can you? I mean, I don't listen. I don't want to. I want to mansplain to you how to how to get rid of these posters. But can you just add an R? Crosby sweater. Crosby you sweater. Love, the kids, you know, kids love David Crosby. Kids love the, David Crosby. That octogenarian walrus uh, guy. You know, most of my listeners, including the guy that wanted me on here, they're all dads. I'm sure that they would honestly get the reference even better. Oh, sure. And I have not even before the the Bill Cosby, you know, upset. It was it was still just saying, "What about Crosby?" Because I'm just like, "Yeah, no, I already picked my thing. I'm gonna get go it. with this." Just but thank you, this. old gentleman. <laughs> Gee whiz. Thank you. That does not sound very healthy. Thank so. you, man in khaki. Shorts. <laughs> exactly. I will oh, consider dear. it. Oh dear. Um, yes. So, Brian, did we have any more calls in there? Was that the? Is that the we got one more, guys. Let's, let's hear one more. Let's, let's do it. Let's, let's hear one do more. it. Hey, this is Noah. I am calling with a momentous occasion. I just had my right hip replaced, uh, like three hours ago, and I'm in a lot of pain. But they're giving me a lot of drugs. Just thought you might like to know. Love the show, guys. Bye. No. I always... Can we take a quick weeping break here? Yeah, like... poor guy. Oh, no. man. Oh, yeah, hip replaced. I always do appreciate the drugged-up call. One of my oh, yeah. faves. Yeah. Uh, you know, not going to encourage people out there to, to do drugs. I uh, will. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Allie will. Uh... Olivia, this goes out to you. <laughs> Go out and get your hip replaced. You're a baby now. fucked up. <laughs> yeah, free meds. <laughs> New robo hip and a shit ton of Vicodin. Get that hip replaced. You sounded kind of young, too. I mean, the hip yeah. replacement I associate with way down the line of sure. life. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, but you know these these hip millennials, they got these exploding Samsungs. Hip is right. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> it's very dangerous out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I you know we appreciate it. Definitely give us a call, no matter what state you're in. Two hundred six, especially if you're on drugs. Yeah, especially if you're on drugs. No matter what state of the union or what, what state the, of mind. What you're was in. this gentleman's name? Uh, I don't remember. Okay. I'm going to say Francis. Francis, get well soon. Yeah. And change your name to Francis. We love you, Francis. <laughs> yeah. So if, you, if, like Francis, you are, <laughs> you're uh, jacked up on some sort of drug, give us a call, 206-984-4FUN. We'll be back in just a minute on Jordan, Jesse, go. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. I am Bill Corbett. I am now a boy detective. I am Benjamin Buttoning, my detective wife. <laughs> yep. Uh, Allie Gertz. Uh, you, don't have to, you don't have to do a new nickname each time. Well, what if I want to? Well, then you can. I, just I want... won't. I'm still the baby thrower out of window. <laughs> it's a good one. Uh, guys, thank you so much uh, for being guests on this program. What a treat. Uh, thank you. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> what a treat. Thank you. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Did I sound robotic? I'm sorry. Uh, Jesse will, in theory, be back uh, next week for a more traditional episode of the program. Uh, before we go, let's uh, let's let's gab about what folks can consume that has your name on it, uh, Bill. Hmm. Of course, Rift Tracks exists. Rifttracks.com yes. to find all your uh, yeah most hilarious. That's movie the main things. thing, I'd say. And um, we're doing uh, a, another live show broadcast around the country uh, through Fathom Events around Halloween. It's, I think it's October twenty seventh mm-hmm. and Halloween itself. Which is Carnival of Souls, that weird early sixties movie. Oh boy, Ooh. these these Rift Tracks live shows are so much fun. I, I try to never miss one. Uh, you know, you can go into a movie theater with a bunch of other uh, a bunch of other uh, Rift Tracks heads and mm-hmm. and laugh your ass off like a bunch of dorks. It's really really fun. I, I I couldn't recommend these things more. If you like, if you're a Rift Tracks fan, if you're a, a Mystery Science Theater fan, these are fucking blasts. You well, thank definitely you. Do them. Yeah, it's fun. Um, yes. Allie, first of all, I want to say I'm sorry for ingest suggesting <laughs> at the top of the show that you were not going to become a beloved guest, which you clearly did, and then some. Oh, Aww. man, you've proven, yeah, you've <laughs> proven him wrong, uh, Allie. I feel like a chump for even suggesting <laughs> it. Yep. Um, you, uh, I, you have a, a lot of things that I think our listeners would like to ingest. Um, a particular favorite of mine uh, is your music. I think I mentioned at the top. Often funny, often sad, uh, both in twain a lot of times uh, for fans of Jonathan Colton and the like. Ooh, thank you. Uh, Ooh. The music of Allie Gertz is really, really wonderful. Uh, do, do you have a place to to shove people to listen to that music? Yeah, you could, uh, you know, as I said earlier, my band name truly was Cosby Sweater. Sure. So the first album that I have, which is a lot of that Jonathan Colton-y um, kind of folky, sad, if uh, if worse Amy man loved Ren and Stimpy type music, <laughs> uh, you could go to Spotify and iTunes and Bandcamp and all of that and look up Cosby Sweater, C-O-S-S-B-Y Sweater. It was a high fidelity reference. It wasn't even Bill Cosby. <laughs> um, and uh, then my newest album, um, which is actually almost a year old, is a Rick and Morty concept album. It's called Sad Dance songs. It's all this like um, 
almost techno, like sad electro pop. Mm -hmm. And then uh, just follow me on Twitter and everything at Allie Gertz. And I think I I would be uh, uh, I would be. A fool, not to mention that you have a podcast about the fucking Simpsons. I've been Which on it. Which you have been on, and it's been so great. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I was so happy to have you on that show. Um, it's called Everything's Coming Up Podcast, and uh, yeah, we were just at the Podfest, and uh, we're gonna have Weird Al on very soon. That's, hey. that's the one I'm most looking forward to. I'm gonna awesome. say, yeah, and uh, tune in for that because we're gonna keep going until we're out of good episodes. Yeah, <laughs> you guys have uh, have great guests. Uh, oftentimes, Simpsons writers, which is so exciting. Because they they end up being um, even nicer than their jokes are funny. Yeah, uh, it's 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 a really great show, and I think uh, I, I I think definitely we have uh, we have Simpsons fans in our audience, uh, so definitely check that out when possible. Uh, yeah, uh, one more time, go see us at the uh, Now Here This Fest on October thirtieth. Uh, JJ Go for those uh, for those discounted tickets. Uh, Jess will be back next week. Brian Fernandez on the boards. Yeah, uh, hey, back from England. Uh, in the U.S., in his rightful seat. <laughs> um, yep, uh, that's all. Bye. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.